Good morning and welcome to episode 99 of Martin Uncut. Today it's May the 25th, 2021. Today's episode is Keyboard Update. As you may know, I have talked a lot about keyboards and keyboard layouts uh, during the last few weeks, but roughly since I got my new keyboard, I haven't talked much about how it's going. So today it's a short update. So I think it's one and a half week ago, I got my Moonlander MK1 keyboard. And for you that don't know what this is, it is a, it looks like an ergonomical keyboard. Like, you know, the old Microsoft ones where the two halves of the keyboard are slightly inclined in, into each other uh, or angled into each other. So it's going to be more natural to how your hands actually are. But then you actually split the keyboard in two. So it's two halves. And the two halves, they are connected with a small cable. And on top of that, there is a small thumb keyboard as well that sticks out where you can have some keys. And of course, it's mechanical mechanical keys. And I use Cherry MX Browns because that's what I've been using before. So I opted to use the same in this keyboard. And I really like those keys. And uh, when I started to use this, I think last Monday, I said I'd gone cold turkey to use uh, Workman. Workman is a keyboard layout uh, instead of using QWERTY. QWERTY is a normal keyboard layout that you will see in 99.9 of all keyboards around the world at least the Western world, uh, are using QWERTY keys. And that is what we learned to write on today, and that is not very effective, really. Uh, If we would have learned to write with something else that is more optimized, we would probably have less injuries, and most of the people would actually be able to type a lot quicker. So I have decided that I want to learn a new keyboard layout, and that keyboard layout is just called Workman. And when I got this new keyboard, I said, okay, let's uh, let's go to cold turkey and just use Workman. So Monday morning, Workman. Tuesday, Workman. Wednesday, a few hours into the Wednesday, I explode. I couldn't, it was too slow. So I had to change the, the setup on my keyboard to have QWERTY. So then I had a QWERTY-only keyboard. And of course, I could go into Mac OS and change the keyboard layout quite quickly to use Workman if I wanted to. And a few days later, actually yesterday, I said, no, I need to do that differently because I still want to learn Workman. I just need to be able to revert to QWERTY if there is, you know, whatever happens. And during the last few days here, I have actually fine-tuned my setup of my keyboard. So instead of having only a QWERTY keyboard, I actually have an easy access to both. And if you're interested in exactly how this looks like and works, uh, I will link... uh, images or put images in the show notes for how my keyboard looks like and what the keyboard layout currently is. But to describe it shortly, um, I have a few different layers, so I can easily add layers to the keyboard. I, I don't know if there's a limit, but I currently have five layers and they're not very crowded. So the the main keyboard, that is layer zero. And that is where I have my QWERTY keys. Um, and that is set up normally, and the only difference from a, a normal US layout is really that I have added the Swedish character, so I easily can write um, the Swedish or uh, for example, uh, because that's quite important for me to be able to do that. And uh, 
uh, that that is uh, the main difference. But then, of course, the keyboard looks different. I don't have any function keys, for example, and um, there is no numpad either on the keyboard. So what I've done there is, or I stole this from someone else. Of course, I didn't do all of this myself. Um, but uh, I have a second layer where I have all the symbols, and this is also where I can get hold of the function keys. But essentially, on my thumb, I have a key I can press, and then I switch layer on the keyboard. And then I have the, the symbols on the right hand, left-hand side, and I have the numpad on the right-hand side. And I also have all the function keys. So that's super easy to get hold of. And on this keyboard layout, I can also change uh, a little bit on um, the uh, RGB, RGB backlit, how the keyboard is backlit. I don't really do that because on my first layer, my quirt layer, I have a blue background so I can easily see which layer I'm on. Um, I also have a uh, layer three or a third layer where I have the media keys. So on this layer, it's just like you can pulse and rewind and do those kind of media controls. But I also can control the mouse in this layer. So if I press here, I can actually control the cursor and I can right and left click as well. I don't use that uh, too much yet, but maybe I will do that more in the future. I then have a fourth layer, which I call the error layer. And this I will only actually be able to get hold of from the first layer, the QWERTY layer. So if I press and hold down F, I then get arrow keys on my right-hand side. So I can actually go up and down, uh, right and left. I also have quick access to page up and page down keys, so I can easily use those. And if you're using multiple desktops in Mac, you know that you press Control and arrow. And I simplify that a little bit, so I actually have a row to be able to, to easily uh, handle expose uh, there as well. And... The re how this is now set up is that I can only access this from layer 0 because it's a layer toggle key. If I look at then my last layer, that's my Workman setup. So here I have actually Workman as a keyboard layer. So I can press a key when I'm on my QWERTY keyboard and then my keyboard, first of all, it changes color from blue to red so I can easily see that the keyboard is now in Workman. And I also highlight the um, home row. So they're the main row of all the keys. I don't really have to do that because I, I have the tactile feed feedback on the keys, um, the, the line on the F and, uh, what is it, J key. Um, they're not F and J in Workman, but at least I know where the base is for, for that. Um, but it's a nice touch, I think. Uh, but I'm trying to write more and more using this layout and that uh, since uh, I don't have a quick layer toggle, to the arrows here. You can only have a layer toggle on the first layer. That's the, the reason. So at some point I will need to switch the order. So I have Workman as my layer zero and QWERTY as a fallback keyboard. But right now it's opposite. So how, how does my Workman teaching then go? Um, yeah, as you kind of understood, since I had to add back my QWERTY keyboard, there is still some resistance to it or uh, I would say it's not resistance to to it, but it's um, it's hard to actually start writing with a different layout. It's really really hard. Um, there is always, especially the E key. I know that it's on my uh, my long finger, my right long finger, but sometimes I am on the wrong side of the keyboard and trying to press where it's on the QWERTY side. Uh, 
And that is just something that I need to to train, 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 train and use the workman layout as much as possible, of course, to get used to that. But I also feel it's actually more comfortable to write with workman and to touch type because I thought I was touch typing with QWERTY as well. But it's really obvious when you get a keyboard that is split or very different that I actually don't touch type. My key, my hands are moving way too much and I'm not always using the same finger to press the same key. That can be different depending on where I am writing. And yes, that can speed up my writing a little bit, I think. But if you want to write really fast, that is not the approach to go. So I am actually not touch typing, even though I don't look at the, the keyboard when I write with QWERTY. Um, so I realized when I was starting to write QWERTY on this split keyboard that, um, yeah, I am not very fast either. I'm almost as fast with Workman now on this keyboard as I'm with QWERTY. But it's just because I need to get used to write on a split keyboard. That's very, very different. If I would compare my Workman on this keyboard and my QWERTY on my other old keyboard, I would be crushed with the old keyboard still. And that would probably be so for quite some time. And I also remember how it was back when I got the other keyboard. Uh, it was hard to start writing on. I was not very fast uh, in the beginning. It took some time to get used to mainly that the keys are different uh, compared to a normal Mac keyboard or to the, the Mac laptop. So it's about getting used to, and I'm fine with that. Otherwise, I really like the keyboard. It's, it's a fantastic keyboard that you can actually so easily program and change how it works. I mean, it's just a web page you go into, and since I now have an account on the web page, my current layout is remembered, so I can do these fine adjustments. So let's say that there is a key that I use that is a little bit wrong. I want to move it. I can very, very quickly do that. In my case, though, is that it's more often that I have forgotten to add a key to the keyboard because... Or it's somewhere on the keyboard, but I can't find it because I have a Swedish keyboard layout. And uh, you need then to map the, the keyboard correctly for that to work. Um, yeah, so that is the, the short update with, uh, with the keyboard and keyboard layout. Um, let's, uh, let's end it here. So I hope you uh, enjoyed today's episode. And if you want to watch the images of my keyboard uh, or the keyboard layout, just go into the show notes and you will find them there. Otherwise, have a fantastic day and see you back tomorrow. Ciao, ciao. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.